Hello, friends. It's time for another installment of your favorite quarterly podcast, The Seasonal Anime Checkup. It's finally time for fall, except last week it was like 90 degrees for an entire week, which that's not fall weather. It's not fun. Who knows what's happening? But it's time for us to recap some summer shows, look forward to some fall shows, talk about some anime that's what we do every time for four times a year every time four times a year that's exactly what i meant to do so uh this is episode number 15 i think it is number 15 it's a lot of episodes we've done in the last like three or four years how many years we've done this by this point oh so that's like what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about summer shows i watched was like three of them i didn't watch a lot which is weird uh, look forward to fall, which is like a lot of sequels and some cool stuff also is sitting in there. And then we're just going to wrap up. That's all we're going to do. So once again, thank you for tuning in to this very podcast. Uh, thanks for everyone who's listened to past episodes of this. You can find at seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. Also on iTunes and Google Play is where you can find the podcast feeds on those platforms also if you want to check out some other podcasts that we do you should check out the seasonal anime check of ova which is a weekly podcast i do with my co-host and ladium and we talk about video games anime manga and have some conversations about them uh, so you'll find some various anime sprinkled in there some you know anime based video games or just video games in general some manga so it's a wide variety of stuff, and we do those every week. You can find that also on seasonalamicheckup.com or sc.cool, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, you should check out Jared and Al Watch. It's a podcast that me and my Seasonal Checkup OVA co-host and Ladium do where we're watching through various series. Our first series we're doing is Sailor Moon Crystal. We're watching through the entirety of that, doing an episode every week over an episode we watch. So we watch an episode, talk about it, and we do that every week. So if you are interested in hearing our thoughts about Sailor Moon Crystal, you should go check that out. As that is also at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SSC.cool. And you can find that in the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA feed. Because that's where that's at. Anywho, let's talk about some anime. Like I said, I didn't really watch a lot. I watched two shows that came over from spring. And one new show, which was... Eh, let's be real. Everything else is, I don't know, didn't really find appealing. Or, like, I tried and it was just like, eh, not really feeling it. So, let's dive into that. So, I take a sip of water. Not a sick of water, that'd be weird. weird. We're going to start off with the latter half of Season 2 of Boku no Hero Academia. Or, My Hero Academia. Which continued to be, you know, very good. I feel like every time we talk about this show, it's the key points are, hey, this show's very good, and it is pretty much blowing up in a way that shows it is going to be one of the big things in anime, which I think after the first season, it was getting there. The after se- the first half of season two, it pretty much like cemented its its position and as being like one of the big things in anime, and you know now that it's it's getting a third season, it's just keeps going and going. I don't think there's been any, like, set date for the, the third season, which hopefully there is, you know, enough time spaced out between, you know, 
the end of season two here and then the end the beginning of season three excuse me so like you know it doesn't get the problem where oh it catches up to the manga and then oh no what do we do now so because with the rate it's going it you know that problem could come to pass at some point which i don't know exactly how far ahead the manga is right now i think it it might be like 40 chapters ahead i'm not i mean i'm not 100 sure on that but you have to watch out for that i mean that's like it's probably one of the reasons why like something like haikyuu hasn't shown back up after you know having three seasons because they got very close to where the manga was getting and then like it's like oh hey we gotta pump the brakes on this a little bit so the latter half of the season you know dealt with you know with the which with the characters dealing with like their final exams quote-unquote the hero killer which I thought both were like very good arcs that were, you know, they were short, self-contained, but did a good job of, you know, building characters that, you know, maybe not have been necessarily built up in a way that they had been before. And especially with the final exam portions, like you finally get, you, you get to see a lot of the other characters that are kind of left out to pass that are in, in that class. And you get to see exactly, you know, what they're doing, you know, if they've learned stuff over like, you know, the first season the first half of season two and you know if not you know what do they need to do to to improve basically and I thought those those arcs did a good job of of definitely building a lot of those other characters and of course you know building the main cast you know like Deku Bakugo Urara like they all got like their time to shine and got even more benefits of, you know, character development. We learned about One for All's origin, and All for One is, like, this villainous version of it that it, where it originally came from. It's all leading up to, like, this big showdown between, you know, the heroes and this new League of Villains that is popping up, which is eventually probably going to happen sometime in Season 3 or even beyond that, which is very exciting. And the show's very good. <laughs> this is pretty much going to be summed up. Like, if, if you haven't been watching it yet, like, it's, you know, there's there's no better time to, to catch up, like, you know, with season two just ending, and season three probably coming sometime, either late next year, or sometime, maybe summer next year, or summer or fall, I would probably assume, that would give it, you know, enough time to cushion the manga a little bit more further out, but yeah, it's, this is one of the best shows you can watch right now, and it's highly, highly recommended. Up next, we have Konbini Karashi, or Convenience Store Boyfriends, and I've talked a lot about, like, I'm a big fan of Basic Shoujo, which, <laughs> Basic Shoujo can be defined as a variety of different ways. It can just be, like, literally, as it says, the very basic form of shoujo, and I feel like this show is that definition to a T. And maybe, and partially, like, it's it's rough basic shoujo. Like, it's not great. It's very generic in how, like, the story is telling. It, is, it, it did follow an interesting path of, like, you know, it's supposedly, like, it's an entire year story. So each episode of this 12-episode season is, like, a month in the year. Even though parts of that became kind of convoluted when it was, like, they would reference things like, oh, it happened last week or something like that, and that was the last episode, and that's supposed to be a different month. So it gets a little confusing in that aspect. And also the fact that, like, they introduced this main girl main, and main guy, 
and you're like, okay, these are the main characters. These are going to be the the couple, quote unquote, as you know, JoJo happens to be. So they define those in the first the first episode, and like, oh, they both have their own friends. But then the show spends like sixty to seventy percent of the episodes focusing on their friends and th- building their relationship instead of who you think is going to be like the main couple. So that was real strange. Like I, it was interesting to say the least. But I don't know if it necessarily worked. Because, like, the latter three, four, or five episodes was kind of, like, cramming in, like, the uh, the quote-unquote main couple who we thought would that would be and trying to get their relationship on track into meeting the to the finale. And also, like, throwing in random stuff like, oh, the main girl's sick. She's going to have this surgery that could kill her. And also, the wackiest part of this show is, okay, so the main guy has had this memory and it keeps recurring throughout the entire show of like he meets this girl she she gives him this book like called the merman prince and it was a very impactful memory for him and he's always wanted to like find out who that girl was and he thinks it's it's main girl but it turns out like in the penultimate episode you learn oh she had a twin that twin was the one who gave him the book also that twin died and it's like what (laughs) like did this show really need like a twist of that caliber it was man it was something super super strange that the show would include that or even try to like pull that off like it just seems out of nowhere and i don't think it really landed or worked or did anything to benefit like the the main the main guy main girl in any sort of way but yeah that was there also, the show, like, the animation quality was kind of poor in spots. Like, it, it looked rough, rough around the edges, and it wasn't necessarily, like, the greatest thing, so. Like, even if you're someone like me who, like, just takes up JoJo at any possible point that they can, you could probably leave this. Let's be real. And finally, let's talk about the latter half of Sakura Quest, oh, excuse me, Sakura Quest. I don't know why that became a tongue twister near at the end there when I tried to put Raw and Quest at the end. <laughs> but yeah, like this show, I think similarly, you know, as we talked about last episode, how like it's hard to to talk about the show and not compare it to Shirabako, and I'm going to do exactly that <laughs> to begin with. Similarly to Shirabako, like the latter half of the season was really like the stronger half and it built up to like a great finale, I think where you have like, you know, Yoshino and her crew trying to rebuild this festival that had like been destroyed by the, the, the tourism chief in his rowdy ways like 50 years ago. And they just never read, never decided to have this festival again. And and also just like a lot of like the characters like trying to really find themselves you know after like the first half is like oh we gotta do, we gotta kind of like show them define them a bit now it's like okay what do these characters want to do after you know this year's up and I think this latter half of the season or the series per se does a good job of like really showing that and and giving these characters a lot of different motivations than you know what they'd had at the very beginning of the show and it all leads to like this great finale where they get to have the festival. You get to find out exactly, you know, like what everyone's going to do since like since Yoshino's contract's up and everything's kind of going to be disbanded at that point. 
and it's just it it hits you really emotionally i think at the end too because like <laughs> i don't know what it is about pa works shows and like the when these shows wrap up but like man that like that last five minutes of the show is just so emotional and it's like it's like made me cry and i was like oh god but it, it was that finale was so well done like i think in terms of wrapping the series up and sending it off in a good way like it did a fantastic job and really hit you emotionally where it definitely needed to and like and getting like to see like you know what everyone kind of was doing afterwards was a good good little show as well so you know like PA works hits it out of the park again with one of these types of series you know like with Shirabako now with Soccer Quest they really know what they're doing and I, I don't think that's like any surprise in the slightest but you know coming into the show I was like a little apprehensive because I was like okay it's, it's a similar it's I, I guess a similar concept almost like the premises are completely different to Shirabako and I was like well are they is it going to be as good and maybe not it's not necessarily like that level that I think I hold Shirabako to but it's still very very good and like probably one of the best shows this year by far so like you certainly would be doing no wrong by checking the show out and you absolutely I think you should all right I'll take a drink of water again that's it for summer anime let's talk about fall which is a butt ton of sequels which usually it's like oh man there's some sequels in here but like let's take a count here there's one and we're gonna count like oh it's like a second season or a third fourth fifth, blah, 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 season so two three four five six seven Eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> twelve. Twelve series are <laughs> sequels. That's that's a lot. Like I don't know if that says anything about the industry as a whole, whether like you know, sequels are I mean sequels are probably more profitable. You know, if, if a show gets popular, like, why wouldn't you ride that cash cow? But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's that's a lot of series that are being aired that, you know, aren't necessarily a brand new show, for example. But that's the way it is in a lot of in a lot of media. So sequels are going to continue to be made. But let's begin. Here are the shows that are going to be airing this fall. Or, I don't think any of them are airing now. There might be, like, one or two that are about, like, either going to get ready to or, like, have just aired in, like, the past day or two. But I'm pretty sure everything else is kind of, like, starting next weekend. By that, I mean, like, the the weekend of, like, the 7th. Or at least this week, pretty much. Okay, anyways. Three Gotsu No Lion 2, March Comes In Like a Lion, Season 2 from Shaft. It's the second season of that. Anime Gateris from WAO World. The anime centers on Minoa Asagawa, Asagaya, a new high school student in Sakaneko Private High School. Despite being a novice to anime, Minoa's classmate Arisu Kamiigusa invites her to make an anime research club at school. 
through conversations with her classmate Miko Kuniji, as well as various upper anime-loving classmen, Manoa gradually gets hooked on anime. While they stand against the student council's continuous efforts to disband their club, and they ignore the impending end of the world, they talk about their anime, whether in Akiba or in real life, sacred place anime settings, or the hot springs. Black Clover from Studio Perot. Asta is a young boy who dreams of becoming the greatest mage in the kingdom. Only one problem, he can't use any magic. That's definitely a problem. Luckily for Asta, he receives the incredibly rare five-leaf clover grimoire that gives him the power of anti-magic. Can someone who can't use magic really become the Wizard King? One thing's for sure, Asta will never never give up. Just like John Cena in that aspect. Blend S from A1 Pictures. The story centers on a girl named Micah who gets a job at a cafe where all the waitresses are given certain att- attributes, such as Sundere or Little Sister, to embody while serving customers. The manager asks Micah to do the Do-S Extreme Sadist Waitress, so she will have to adapt a dominant and aggressive persona. Boko no Kanajo ga Majime Sugiru Shoujo. Can't say that word because it's the B word and we don't curse on this show. Nakin from Dio Medea. With nothing left to lose, ordinary high school student Haraka Shinazaki confesses to beautiful, diligent class representative Akiho Kosaka, and to his surprise, she, accept, she accepts. Kosaka takes dating as seriously as she does everything else, but does not quite get it. She pragmatically suggests activities that are too sexual. Welp, it's one of those shows. Cardfight, Cardfight Vanguard GZ, the fifth season of the Cardfight Vanguard G series. Classical Lloyd 2 from Sunrise, the second season of Classical Lloyd. <laughs> That's a horn honking. Cor- uh, excuse me. That's a very loud horn honking. Hope that doesn't pick up. Code Realize Sose no Himegime, or if I click on my own website, Guardian of Rebirth. It is the anime adaptation of Code Realize. If you want like a good primer for the show, which you sh- probably should because it's an Atome game and it's kind of ridiculous, uh, check out episode number 41 of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA where we basically go through the entirety of the story, which is it's spoilers, but it gives you a good idea of what this show's about, and it's pretty wacky and crazy, and I'm going to watch it and probably be like, what on earth is happening this entire time? Uh, that's by MSC, by the way. Let's see if I can try and pronounce this and not completely goof it. Because you could pronounce this like Dies Ire or Dies Ire from ACGT. May 1st, 1945, Berlin. As the Red Army raises the Soviet flag, a group of Nazi officers conduct a ritual using the slaughter in the city to bring back the LDO, Superman, whose coming would bring the world's destruction. Their success remains unknown. Present day, Suahara City. Ren Fuji spends his days at the hospital due to a violent fight with his best friend, Shiro. He tries to value what he has left to him. Whoops. But he is haunted by Shiro's words. Everyone who remains in the city eventually loses their minds, and a recurring dream of a guillotine murders in the Black Sied? Knights pursuing them. Hate when that happens. Dynamic Chord from Studio Perot. The project follows the musical careers and personal lives of the several bands under the Dynamic Chord Agency and Music Label. So it's a music show. Garo Vanishing Line, or Garo, G A R O. From Mappa. The anime story is set in a prosperous city named Russell City. Even as the city celebrates its success, a conspiracy that threatens to shake its world has been set in motion. A man named Sword is the first to hear of the earliest 
stirrings of the plot and throws himself into a shadow war in order to expose it. His only clue is the keyword El Dorado. He meets Sophie, a woman searching for her older brother who left her who left her with only a message with the same word El Dorado. With Sword having also lost his younger sister in the past, both are drawn together by the word and work together to find its meaning. Gintama, the sixth season of Gintama. Himoto Umaru-chan R, the second season of Himoto Umaru-chan from Dogakobo. Also Gintama is from Sunrise. Hozuki no Retetsu 2 from Studio Dean, the second season of Hozuki no Retetsu. Hosuki no Kuni from Orange. In the distant future, a new life form called Hosuki gems are born. The 28 Hosuki must fight amongst the moon dwellers who want to attack them and turn them into de decorations. Thus, each gem is assigned a role, such as fighter or medic. Though he hopes to fight the moon dwellers, Foes is a gem who is given no assignment until the gems master, Adamantine, asks him to edit a natural history magazine. Imoto Sai Irabe. Ie, from Silverlink. The story follows the everyday life of Itsuki, a novelist and modern-day Pygmalion. I probably totally butchered that, let's be real. Who works day in and day out to create the ultimate younger sister. Well, we can stop reading that one. <laughs> Infinity Force from Tatsunoko Productions, a full 3D CG anime project to celebrate the 55th anniversary of the Tatsunoko Productions. And you Yashiki from MAPPA. Ichiro Inuyashiki is down on his luck. While only 58 years old, his geriatric looks often have him written off as a pathetic old man by the world around him and he's constantly ignored and disrespected by his family, despite all he's done to support them. On top of everything else, his doctor has revealed that he has cancer and it appears that he has little time left in this world. But just when it seems things can't get any worse, a blinding light in the night sky strikes the earth where Ichiro stands. He later wakes up to find himself unscathed, but he soon starts to notice that there's something different about himself. Isu date bokra no koi wa ten centimeters? Data from Le Deuce. Adolescent romance takes another twist with the announcement of a TV anime adaptation based on the Confess Your Love Committee series of Vocaloid songs by... Oh, okay. So that's probably like... They've done like a bunch of like movies or something like that based off like Honeywork songs, so I'm guessing it's kind of like in that vein. Just because from Pine Jam. The original anime Just Because focuses on subtly portraying the feelings of a group of high school students nearing graduation. Near the end of the second semester at third year, when students have very little time in high school left and are just waiting for graduation, the new appearance of a transfer student begins to change what remains of their high school lives just as they were about to graduate. June Tyson from Grafenica? The record of the bloody battle between the twelve proud warriors, the twelve the 12-12 tournament, that's a mouthful, that gets held every 12 years. 12 brave warriors who bear the names of the signs of the Zodiac fight each other for their lives and souls. The participants are 12 very strange warriors. Rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. The victor of this tournament gets to have one wish granted, whatever the wish may be. The one wish they want granted. Who will be the final survivor? Whose tears will flow on the bloody battlefield filled with conspiracy and murder? A soul-shaking battle royale is about to begin. Sounds like the, the Fate series in a way. Kekai Sensen and Beyond from Bones, the second season of Kekai Sensen. 
Kino no Tabe, The Beautiful World, the animated series from Lurch. There's a lot of thes in there. The story follows the travels of Kino, a young adventurer who rides a talking motorcycle named Hermes. They explore the people and cultures of different places throughout their adventures, spending only three days at each location. Konohana Kitan from Lursh. The manga story is set in Konohana Tei, a hot spring hotel located in an, inn, in an inn town between our world and the other world, where many people go to visit. The story portrays the lives of fox spirits who take the form of girls and work at the hotel. Kujira no Kora wa Sajo ni Utau from JC Staff. Shakuro is the 14-year-old archivist, archivist of the Mud Whale, a nigh-utopian island that flows across the surface of an endless sea of sand. Nine in ten of the inhabitants of the Mud Whale have been blessed and cursed with the ability to use Saimia, special powers that doomed them to an early death. Chakaro and his friends have stumbled across other islands, but they have never met, seen, or even heard of a human who wasn't from their own. One day, Chakaro visits an island as large as the Mud Whale and meets a girl who will change his destiny. Love Live Sunshine 2 from Sunrise, the second season of Love Live Sunshine. Uh, like, I, I mentioned this, you know, last year, like, Love Live Sunshine was fantastic. If you want a good primer for exactly what happened in that first season, uh, they just released, I think, today, that's Saturday, a, like, kind of, like, a, hey, here's what happened last season recap episode to get you ready for season two, and it's, like, it's the the length of a normal episode, it's, like, 24 minutes, so if you're, like, hey, I'd, I'd want to watch this, but I don't want to sit through 12 episodes, that's a good way to get recapped and caught up, or if you forgot what happened, that's a good way to get recapped and caught up. <laughs> Maho Sukai no Yome from Wit Studio. This is like Ancient Magus Bride something 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 like that. Chise Hattori has lived a life full of neglect and abuse, devoid of anything resembling love. Far from the warmth of family, she has had her share of troubles and pitfalls. Just when all hope seems lost, a faithful encounter awaits her. When a man with the head of a beast wielding strange powers obtains her through a slave auction, Chise's life will never be the same again. Netju no Susume from Signal MD. Moriko Morioka, it's very similar names, is a 30 year old single neat woman. After dropping out from reality, she has taken off in search for a fulfilling life and ended up in a net game or netoge, or netoje, excuse me. In the netoje world, she began her new life as a refreshing and handsome character named Hayashi. While starting out as a beginner, a pretty character named Lily reached out to help her. Meanwhile, in the real world, awaits a shocking encounter with a good-looking elite company employee, a mysterious blue-eyed blonde. Osamatsu-san 2 from Studio Perot is the second season of Osamatsu-san. Which I still find it kind of... I mean, I understand why, but it, it is kind of funny that if you're like, man, I want to see what all the hype about Osamatsu-san is, you still can't like watch that first episode legally. Like, it's still gone. And <laughs> that first episode was a trip. Like, holy crap. Like, if you can find a way to watch it, I mean, you can't really legally, so you're going to go through some backdoor methods. You should check that out, because it's, it's something else. Continuing on, we have Usama Game the Animation from Seven. The story begins when an entire high school class of 32 people receive a message on their cell phones from a person known only as The King. The messages contain orders that the students must obey or they risk the, the punishment of death. 
With their lives on the line, the students soon find out that the orders are getting more and more extreme as time goes on. Robomasters, the animated series from Dandelion Animation Studio. Anime based on the DJI, I think that's what that is, hosted Robomasters competition, which in the which is the world's biggest student robotics competition. That's kind of a neat concept. Sengoku Nightblood from Typhoon Graphics. The game centers around different warlords from Japan's warring states, Sengoku period, who are all involved with the player character. The game is described as a warring states romance fantasy. Sounds like an Atome game. Shokugeki no Soma San no Sera from JC Staff is the third season of Food Wars. Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko from White Fox. Civilization is dead, but Chito and Yuri are still alive. So they hop aboard their beloved Kettencrad motorbike and aimlessly wander the ruins of the world they once knew. Day after hopeless day, day, they look for their next meal and fuel for their ride. But as long as the two are together, even in existence as bleak as theirs has a ray, of, ray or two of sunshine in it, whether they're sucking down their fill of soup or hunting for machine parts to tinker with. For two girls in a world full of nothing, the experiences and feelings for the, the feelings the two share give them something to live for. The Idol Master Side M from A1 Pictures is based on the Idol Master Side M app, which is a video game, or a mobile game. Time Boken Gyakushu no San Akunen, the second season of Time Boken 24. Suki Pro The Animation from Pra. The music anime will follow the daily lives and associated drama of four of Suki Pro's very unique groups, Solid S, Quell, Soara, and Growth. <laughs> Two Car from Silverlink. An original anime by Silverlink commemorating their 10th anniversary, it focuses on two girls involved with comp- competitive motorcycle sidecar racing. <laughs> I don't know if, like, if that's a real thing or not. And if it is, like, that sounds very unique, let's say. <laughs> UQ holder Maho Sensei Neg- Nagimi 2 from JC Staff. In the decades since the world became aware of the existence of magic, the world has undergone massive upheaval. However, a boy named Tota lives in seclusion in a rural town far removed from these changes. His ordinary life is highlighted by his magic-using female teacher and his support of friends. When his tranquil daily life is disrupted, he embarks on a unique adventure. Urahara from Shirogumi. Three high school girls are putting together a limited-time shop called Park in Japan's Harajuku. One day, aliens come to Earth with the intent to steal the famed district's culture. At the same time, a mysterious girl appears. The three girls band together to defeat the alien threat and protect their beloved Harajuku. Wake Up Girls Shinsho from Millie Pensi. The new anime will feature the previous Wake Up Girls group members, but it'll also add new characters. Thanks. Which means, like, I feel like this show and, like, the, the, the one before Uhara are also sequels, maybe? So, like, you could bump that, that sequel, uh count up to like 14 or something and then finally we have Yuki Yuna wa Yusha de Aru Yusha no Show from Studio Gokumi and it's the sequel of Yuki Yuna wa Yusha de Aru <laughs> and then we have Leftovers coming in from Summer uh, Welcome to the Ballroom, Fate Apocrypha Mahojin Guru Guru Shirotan Shirotan Ga Ipai and Shokuko no Altair and then we got some TV shorts we have Omicon, Cinderella Girls, Gekijo, Second Season, Daya Horizon, Love Kome, We Love Rice 2. 
the rice loving anime. Omayai Aite wa Oshigo Suyoki na Mondaji Aratasha Yokai Ninjin Osake wa Fufu ni Naite Kara Pingu in the city and Taisho Chishashi Son. There's some movies. For some reason, there's like a DC superheroes movie in this, which, sure, okay. Uh, there's a Fate Stay Night one, a f- new free movie, Girls in Panzer, a Godzilla movie, which I think that's the one. There's a Godzilla movie coming out, or has come out, that was like directed by um, the Evangelion director, which that sounds weird. Okay. Uh, there's new Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt movie which is a recap of the second season, essentially. Uh, OVAs, ONA, specials, those are happening. Nothing of note that I would be like, hey, you should go watch this. And that's it for fall. Like, yeah. That was fall. I don't have a good way to show... Hang on. Just a second. I'm going to try and get a way that we can talk about winter. Because, okay, this is a good way. So here are some things coming out in winter. Or maybe Classical Loy got bumped up to winter. Because this says it was. Oh, that's no, it's just leftover. Never mind. Uh, things, cool things happening in winter. Uh, the new Card Capture Soccer Clear Card arc will be hitting in winter. Which, that's cool. Let's see. Anything else that sounds exciting? Pop Team, Epic, Pop Team Epic is going to be weird and probably fun. Violet Evergarden is a new Kyoto Animation show, which looks really good. Though I don't know really much else about it. Yeah. I don't think... I'm pretty... This probably isn't like the full, you know, run of winter 2018 shows so those will eventually get updated but yeah that's a that's a brief preview of winter and that'll what we'll be talking about next time when we when we meet up for episode 16 of the season let check up and yeah we'll recap shows i watched in fall talk about what's going on winter for 2018 yeah we're getting ready for a new year by that point or it'll be 2018 by that point who knows it's a crazy thing to think about. It'll be a lot colder, too, hopefully. So, yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of Season Anime Checkup. Hope you enjoyed listening to my opinions on the couple of shows I watched and the preview for fall season. Uh, like I said, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool for past episodes of this podcast. Uh, Season Anime Checkup OVA, uh, Jared and Al Watch. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews based on anime and video games. Those are all on there. You can follow us on Twitter at Anime Checkup, and that's a good way to keep in uh, keeping tabs with us and find out exactly what we're up to, essentially. So yeah, we will reconvene in twelve to thirteen weeks and talk about fall and look forward to winter. See you then.